I say don't give up um, and and also just really be prepared that's that's really the only way I mean it, it seems like a very easy sentence just be prepared well what does that mean well that really means work really hard because essentially the questions at least in my in my experience were not hard they were not necessarily unexpected questions but it's about the delivery um, it's about the delivery and the content but you need to have your content ready responses ready but you also need to have your delivery ready and that means rehearsing like a mad person i'm nick dimitrov welcome to episode number seven of the amazon bound podcast in this episode we will continue our discussions with you with our customers. We will continue to have one-on-one conversations with some of you who have already interviewed with Amazon and who are brave enough to join our podcast and share their best practices so that the rest of you who are still preparing for your Amazon interviews can learn from these stories and improve your outcomes. Today's guest is Blandine Mercier McGovern. Blandine was one of the early customers of the Essential Course to prepare for the Amazon interview. Blandine was recently hired by Audible as a content acquisition consultant. If you're wondering why we're talking about Audible on a show dedicated to Amazon interview practices, I should clarify that Audible is an Amazon company. Amazon acquired Audible in 2008 for $300 million. At the time of the acquisition to the present day, Audible remains the largest seller and publisher of audiobook content in the United States. Audible is based in New Jersey, and that is where Blandine joins our podcast via an online Zoom call. One last point to make before we jump in, I'd like to share why I think Blandine makes a great guest to this podcast. One of the many reasons for that is that I think Blandine epitomizes persistence. You will find out from her that she interviewed with Amazon several times over the course of several years. She didn't succeed in the beginning, but she stuck to her guns and eventually she landed a great job with Audible. So for those of you who have had less than successful outcomes with Amazon initially, maybe you can use Blandine's story as inspiration and motivation to continue interviewing until you find success. I'd like to welcome Blandine to our podcast. Welcome, Blandine. Hi there. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. It is so wonderful to talk to you today. Thank you so much for taking your time and uh, jumping on the call. We're connected via a Zoom call. Um, So before we tell everyone about your Amazon experience and the interview process, which I'm sure people are uh, interested to know more about, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself first? Sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, one one thing that I would say before we start is that 
So I don't, you know, I'm not representing Amazon or Audible and that opinions are my own. So with that said, hi, everyone. Um, so, you know, essentially I have a background in content acquisition and uh, content distribution, most, uh, most specifically independent and foreign films. Uh, you know, prior to joining Audible, uh, I was with Canopy, which is a leading streaming video platform. Um, and that was really my first experience into tech, uh, which I really loved. And I think um, that was really an excellent uh, transition from more traditional environment, business environment that I was in to tech and uh, two values that were really key, I think, in helping me uh, transition from where I was to where I wanted to be. Um, you know, so it was Canopy and two values that are really important there uh, was being laser focused on user customer needs mm-hmm. um, and I felt like that was a really powerful way of streamlining decision making and the other thing the other value was more I think related to my role specifically which was um, so head of content and um, previously I was a lot more familiar with methods of acquisition of acquisition that relied on gut feeling and fairly small sample, right? When you only have your own data, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's really small, especially at a small scale. Um, versus at Canopy where it was a much more data-driven approach. And I think these two, uh, these two things, these two values were really key in helping me transition and, and, and go to Amazon where, you know, obviously customer obsession. <laughs> I uh, starting the class is number one in principle at Amazon and Audible. Perfect, thank you. So, so you're you're at Canopy. You're having this great data centric professional experience. So, how did Amazon find you? How how was your first engagement with, with Amazon like? How, how did they identify you for an interview candidate? Um, so, you know, it was definitely a long and, uh, yeah, it was definitely a long journey, um, in the sense that it took four opportunities altogether. I was found through a recruiter, um, either an internal recruiter or an external recruiter. Um, so the first one was for, uh, was for, uh, Amazon Prime Video based in Seattle. For that, I was found through an internal recruiter. Essentially, I had two phone interviews with the hiring team um, and you know ultimately that, that did not work out so that was strike number one <laughs> then <laughs> then came three strikes with audible um, the first one I was uh, found uh, with an internal you know by an internal recruiter and uh, I had a phone interview that I honestly really foolishly said yes uh, for an interview within 24 hours. I really had no idea what it was to interview for Amazon and what kind of preparation that would require. Um, and I definitely would never do that again. Um, and so definitely, if, if, even if the first impulse is to say, yes, I'm available immediately, uh, that is definitely not the way to go. Um, so I learned from that and that was a really good experience. And after that, uh, I went, you know, I, um, I was also found for two different positions and that's really where I did two full hiring loops, um, mm-hmm. and finally got here and I've been here for two months now. 
That's wonderful. Yes. So I think something that was very, I think, inspiring about your story, among many other things, is how you really stuck to your guns, how you, you remained persistent, you remained upbeat and positive, and you did suffer some setbacks in the beginning, but you, you persevered. And, and I think it's very important for a lot of people who are hopefully listening to this to take away heart and to take away the feedback from you and the motivation, if you will, that if you really want to achieve this successful outcome with Amazon, it is possible. And like you said, maybe you can't, you can't improvise a good outcome if you get uh, approached for uh, a call or an interview and you don't have enough time to prepare. Maybe it's wise to postpone that event. But I think one of the reasons why you're so inspirational for all of us is because you did succeed after having gone through some adversity in the beginning. Yeah, no, for sure. And and I think I, you know, I, I used to, you know, hear or read a lot of stories or like, you know, after that many, like, I'm so happy that it worked after so many times. And I was like, I really don't know that this is really working. Um, so I definitely had doubts, but I think ultimately it was really important for me to work for this company very specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I'm, I'm going to make this work. I think what was really important in keeping, in, in keeping going was that I knew that others had gone through the same process that, you know, I'm sure that it happens, but it seems fairly uncommon to be hired by this company on the first strike. And that I think knowing that is very much like, oh, this isn't about me. Um, but, but it does, yeah, it, it does take time. So I think that was, I think that's really important that like, if you're going after your first interview or your second interview, like it's, it's, it's a lot of people who are going through this many strikes. Absolutely. I, I, I will, I will also mention that it took me three times to be hired by Amazon in the end. And a part of this is it's a, it's a rigorous process that they put people through, but also another part is it's not a very consistent process. You know, sometimes you are, at the mercy of individual opinions. And sometimes there's just not a good match individually. That's, that's great that you, you know, that you're sharing that, that, you know, it also took you some time. I think that's, (laughs) I think that will be liberating for a lot of listeners. They'll be like, what? But they get such a fit. Like, what do you mean? Yes. Um, And I think that's, yeah, I think that's really great to be sharing that for sure. Yeah. Perfect. So, so how did you prepare for uh, let's, let's uh, maybe talk about your successful interview Sure. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I have to admit that obviously your class was definitely the most, uh, I mean, I think that, don't, yeah, that was the only thing that really helped me uh, in many different ways. Um, and I think for me, it was two things, um, two specific aspects that uh, were especially helpful. I realized that while I had already prepared for other interviews, um, I had not gone deep enough and that I really needed to be adding uh, additional details, providing more context. I think that was really key um, to the examples that I could think of, but that in other words, it, I, was, I, I was not there. Um, and I think that was really good to be, to see that the, the, buy was, the bar was so high um, yeah. that it wasn't gonna fly, that I really needed to go back. I needed to go deeper and that came very helpful. Um, during the interviews where, you know, where, where I had fairly in-depth questions and I was ready to answer all of them. Yeah. Um, and the second one, I think, uh, was really about, to me, coming from uh, the outside world, 
because of a lot of the press and a lot of various business practices, Amazon could, you know, can come across as, as, as a pretty opaque, that's very intimidating. And you're like, well, I, I don't know much about this. Um, and I think your class was very helpful in just be like, this is how it works. And so it felt that while I was there, I already knew my way around. And I think that was definitely very helpful. And not only did I knew my way around, but I think also I was fluent in the Amazon language. Perfect. Thank you. Thank, thanks for those kind words. Um, so, so how did the interview go? How did, you know, the big day comes with interviewing with Audible and what happened? Walk us through the blow by blow of what the day looked like. Sure. Well, it was snowing. No, <laughs> it was snowing. But <laughs> it was snowing. Good. I had to wear my snow boots to an interview, which is, isn't exactly great, but it's what happened. Um, and so altogether, uh, it, uh, you know, altogether, the interview loop was uh, two and a half hours. I was greeted with a written test where essentially I had to answer a behavioral question in writing, um, and then that was followed by uh, four interviews, uh, four 30-minute uh, interviews. And I should underscore that it's somewhat unusual for uh, a behavioral question to be asked during a corporate Amazon interview and to be answered in writing. And it looks like Audible has slightly different practice along those lines. Um, but I think there, there's a lot of good similarities that, that people can learn from. Um, so how did you feel at the end of the interview? So the, the, the day's done. How did you feel? Did you feel happy? Did you feel relieved? Um, I was frazzled. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I could speak because I did talk uh, to people. I did kind of say like, this is over, but definitely quite frazzled after, you know, two and a half hours of thinking and talking and with pretty high stakes. So, um, you know, definitely happy that it was behind me, but definitely, you know, uh, you know, one of the things that I would say is not only bring food to the interview, but actually eat it, which I did not do. <laughs> you, you use some calories during the day. Yeah. Yep. Um, so when, when did Amazon get back to you? When did Audible get back to you after the interview? How long did it take them? 24 hours, which is wow. amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was great. I, I really liked that call. Uh, in hindsight, what, do you think or some of the steps and approaches or behaviors you would do differently, even though your interview ended up being successful? I think definitely for me, um, it would be do it earlier. And I, I don't really know why I delayed it. Uh, and so I think that I would go back and that would be braver. I'd be like, okay, this is what I want to do. What are the steps that I need to be taking to actually get in there? Um, and so, yeah. Um, in terms of the actual interview, uh, I, I don't think I would do anything differently. Not that I think that I did everything perfectly in any way, but, uh, but I, yeah, I, there isn't anything major that I would change except, right. for, except for asking for a break. These people right. know that you've, you know, that you, this is, this is very, uh, this is very hard. They know that you're a human being. It's okay to just say, can I please have five minutes? If we were to distill maybe your pearls of wisdom um, to share with other candidates who are currently crunching for their, for their interview loop day, what would be some of the pieces of advice you would share with people? I would say don't give up. Um, and, and also just really be prepared. That's, that's really the only way. I mean, it's, it seems like a very easy sentence. Just be prepared. Well, what does that mean? Well, that really means work really hard because essentially 
the questions, at least in my in my experience, were not hard. They were not necessarily unexpected questions, but it's about the delivery. Um, it's about the delivery and the content. But you need to have your content ready, your responses ready, but you also need to have your delivery ready. And that means rehearsing like a mad person. <laughs> um, that means submitting your homework to Nick so that you can say, yeah, that's great, but you can really do better. One of, like I keep mentioning, one of the reasons why you're such a great person to talk to is because you've hit this arc of going from failure to success. If you were to look introspectively as a vocally self-critical Amazonian or Audible, mm -hmm. um, what would you say are some of the things that you did differently in the final interview versus some of the things that you didn't do so well during the first couple of interviews? I think it was really practice. Um, I think that was really uh, knowing that I had, I had prepared and delivered, and yet the delivery, I felt like, was not exactly perfect. Um, and I think the more you do it, uh, the better. So I would say, you know, self-critical is not just prepare more, but I guess take more opportunities to interview even if that should be with other companies right I, I think it's i think it's very important the 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 emphasis you brought on just just don't don't stop preparing don't stop getting ready it's easy to lull yourself into thinking that oh i'm ready i know my work well myself so i'm sure the interviewers are gonna understand what i'm trying to say as well but also almost have this focus on just trying for perfection almost, if you will, because that's going to be the type of people you're going to encounter during the interview loop. These almost near perfectionists who their fault in a lot of ways is that they don't necessarily give the benefit of the doubt to the sure. external candidates of not knowing what the internal culture is like. But I think some of this they do by design and they want to weed out the people who truly want it, the people who have truly prepared versus the ones who don't. And even if it sounds like you've had great career at Canopy, you've done a ton of, of outstanding accomplishments, but unless you're ready to, to, to articulate them and impress on people what the impact and the outcome of those accomplishments was, you know, you're tossing a coin about what the outcome would be of the interview and you want to eliminate that chance as best as possible. And I think what you're saying is the ticket for that is to over-prepare, prepare, prepare. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I think, you know, perhaps I did not think about it, but I think retrospectively, I'm, I'm also, you know, I think that might, that really calls out, I think the relentless of, of Amazon in general, in terms of excellence of, they don't stop when they provide something amazing to the customers. They keep going and they keep going for more. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's very much, uh, that really shows, I think, in the hiring process. Absolutely. Absolutely. So great. Uh, anything you uh, thought we should talk about or you would like to chat about that we didn't cover so far? Sure. I mean, I think definitely getting yourself ready is really important. But, you know, like like a lot of things, I think in life is it's, it's uh, you know, it also takes a team. And I think as much as possible, really try to surround yourself with people, you know, should it be professionals who are going to get you referrals, but really also family and friends. Um, you know, I was 
very lucky to have a very supportive network at large. And I had an army of text messages right before my interview, like, you're going to kill this. Like, and, and that was really important. So I think as much as obviously getting yourself ready is, is important, I think have, yeah, really have, have people ready to help you um, and be there for you. And then once you're hired, which I've definitely been doing, once you hire there, then help others, uh, to, you know, talk to them about your secret weapon, Nick, um, and also really share your experience. And obviously you can't share everything. A lot of it is confidential, but as much as is non-confidential, then share and help them get in. Uh, I think that's, that's what I would, that's, that's why I try to do anyway. Perfect. Well, Blandy, I just can't say uh, thank you enough. You have such infectious, positive presence. You, it's so wonderful to see you thank succeed. You. Um, like you said, you are very keen on paying it forward to helping other people. I'm sure everybody listening to this appreciates it deeply. So thank you for taking your time. We are rooting for you in Audible or wherever <laughs> you'd like to be <laughs> in the future. And uh, yes, please stay in touch. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you so much, Nick. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, this wraps up episode number seven. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast and please give us a review if you can. Thank you. Bye-bye.